All right, now we're oh, we're live. We're, but not, not really. Live. We're not. We're not. Maybe one day, but not today or any other day. Really, I'm I a don't liar. think so. Everyone. I don't think so. Really, we're not like it's okay. What the what's the difference though? We don't edit it. We just put yeah. Out, we don't edit. No, <laughs> we just add in the theme song and then and the, the outro thing. Yeah, yeah. That's it. We don't do anything. Else. Yeah, I think like I would be inclined to do more if um, we had more followers. <laughs> I mean, yes, if we have more followers, it would be better. Mm-hmm. Although I did um, meet one of Laura's friends mm-hmm. last Wednesday, and he was like, what's the name? I'll follow you guys. And oh, I was like, cool. yeah, that was nice. He was like, I want to support a local podcast. And I was like, oh. Yes, and so I nice. want to shout out Andrew from Control Room. Andrew? Yes. Do you listen? Yes. I told Whoa. him. He goes, because I got him into My Favorite Murder. Mm-hmm. And he posted on Facebook about a different podcast, and he uh-huh. mentioned, like, Murderinos yeah. in it, and I was like, all right, I need to listen to this, and then I listened to it, and it's called Lore, and it's really yeah. good. I've uh, never listened to it. So it's actually also on Amazon Prime as, a, an, like, a sort of skit type thing, where yeah. they, yeah, reenact yeah. the stories. Yeah, that's what it, he says in it, but I've been listening to the podcast, and it's really good. Yeah. And so I was like... Hey, since you mentioned, since you requested, not requested, since you, um... No, I think you requested more recommendations. Recommendations. Yeah. Since you recommended... Yeah. Lore to me... Oh! I'm gonna recommend my, my podcast <laughs> to you. And so he listened to the first one, at least, and he goes, I love it. And he was like, if you ever need to do research, need help with it, let me know. And I was like, oh, yes. hell yeah. Because we might at some point. Yes. He could be like our Steven from My Favorite Brother. Oh. Yes. But he doesn't have, like, a mustache or anything. I mean, I I don't think I would trust him if he did. Fair enough. Andrew, don't grow a mustache. Yeah, no, don't do that. (laughs) It'll ruin your, like, kind face. He does have such a kind face. He is so kind, too. I've never really talked to him. I've seen him when I was, like, 8 o'clock when Mm -hmm. he was leaving Mm -hmm. with Eric. Yeah. Um... I like him more than I like Eric. Not to say that I know anything about Eric, but just from <laughs> his inefficiencies. Like I've said, I've said many times, I, I do not tolerate incompetency and inefficiency. Those yeah. are the two things I hate most in this world. And also my father. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, fair enough. Yeah. No. Andrew, we got to, I got pretty close to him. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was doing overnights for months. For, on for Eric. Yeah. Yeah. So, Andrew and I. Homies. Homies. Uh-huh. I hope. I think so. Andrew, are we homies? <laughs> are you homies? <laughs> um, probably. I think so, by now, at this point. Uh, Anyways. I mean, I think The so. podcast we're yeah. talking about is um, Haunting Crimes. Haunting which is Crimes. Our the one you're on right now. Listening, listening to. to. Um, welcome back. Hopefully back. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping I can't wait until we have enough episodes so that I can fall asleep listening to us. <laughs> like I do every other podcast. You would fall asleep listening to your own voice. Yes. I hate my own voice, so I would not want Well to. here's the thing is that now since Timothy introduced me to one and a half speed. Oh. Uh, I I don't it's not my voice anymore. <laughs> maybe I should try that. Yeah. Is that how he thinks we sound normally? No. I don't okay. think so. Because he's expressed he notice that it's it? funny. Okay. He's gotten used to it now, but, like, so it sounds normal to him now. Mm, but okay. So uh, if I go see him in real life again? He's going to be, be like, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. Um, 
But I like it. I like listening to us at one and a half speed because I think it's funnier. And also, mm-hmm. it sounds normal now because <laughs> I, I'm starting to get really self-conscious that we talk super slow. I, yeah, we do. Yeah. But that's just how we normally talk in general. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we're putting it on, like, a, trying to be slow to yeah, get to time like make or the Yeah, to, make the episode last longer. No. It's just that we talk slow and then we also need to think. Yeah. <laughs> and and then there's also, like, I stutter. Um, I also... Yeah. Uh, do dramatic pauses. You do do dramatic pauses. I do pauses. a lot of dramatic pauses. Because I think it helps. <laughs> Uh, and that's Alden Cruz for you. Yeah, guys. and that's Samantha Sexton. <laughs> I, I just pointed for no goddamn reason. I'm sorry. There's no one else here. No, but I feel like we should at some point do like a a video of us doing the podcast and then animate it and fill it with little okay. things. Well, if if we hit enough followers mm-hmm. where they want to see our faces. Yes. Then we will show our faces. That's true. I don't wanna. I don't wanna be made a fool. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Once we reach a high enough yeah. level where it's like, all right, a few people are making a fool of me, then I'll be yeah. fine with it. Yeah. Not all thirty-five I'm of our a, Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an entertainer, and I need a larger audience in order to make it worth it. Yes. So if you tell your friends about the podcast, and they tell their friends about the podcast, and follow we, us we could on have Instagram, sixty. Yeah. Oh. And you guys. Could see our faces. Yeah. Possibly. That's not the that's not the one I want to make our goal. I want it to be 120. 120? Yes. Okay. 120. Alright, 120, you guys. Yeah, there you go. Do it. And we will. And we will show our faces. Like full like production. Mm-hmm. Not just like, oh, here's a little snap uh, snap of us. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Although I gotta say, I think we already did that. We showed our faces very briefly in one of our yes, Instagram stories. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so but we that. But if you want to see like a real, yeah, like a like a real. That was that was, that was muted. I think that it was. Muted. Yeah, you did not like. Who knows? Maybe, so you don't know you even don't, which voice is which. Yeah, that's true. They don't know who is who. You don't know who manages what and who does what. Do we manage? I I manage Instagram. Well, you manage Twitter. Yes. Yeah. Not a very good job of it. I keep forgetting about Twitter because I'm not on Twitter as Me much either. anymore. <laughs> I don't even. Ha- I oh wait, yes I do. I do have a Twitter. Mm. I deleted the app though from my phone. I could do a Facebook. Do the Facebook because yes, Facebook doesn't consider me a real person okay. anymore. I will do Facebook then. So follow us on Facebook now. Yeah, well, it will be probably live by the time this is live, or close to it. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm not gonna force you into a commitment that you can't make. Well, it. Just to make sure. Yeah. To, to like, ensure that it's going to be up. Yeah, you because maybe it takes a little bit to be like, oh, here's your page or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I've never... Uh, wait, yes, I have. Yes, I have. But it's been, like, years since I've created a page. Oh, okay. And it's not... I was very hands-off. I don't even remember what it was. I just remember that's what it was. We created an advertisement for people to come into our house, like, mm. live in our house or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was listening to everyone talk about doing it, and they're like, who wants to do it? No one's raising their hand. And so I just went ahead and did it while they were all discussing who should do it. And then I added a picture of Elmo on fire as, oh. like, the 
a uh -huh. little picture thing because none of the other pictures I had were loading. And they're like, it's too big. And I was like, fine, fuck you. <laughs> and so we actually got a lot of attention for that. I'm people sure were like, did. that's a fucking weird picture. I love it. Yeah. So. Maybe our profile will just be a weird picture then. Just to get attention. Just to get attention. <laughs> because we love attention. We do. I, I love it. I did... Deanna shared that thing that was like, do you love attention? It was like one of those flow charts to determine which office character you are. Yes. And one of them was like, do you like attention? And I was oh. like, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and then I got Michael. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I have not done that one. Uh, I haven't done any of those. I like to do them in my head. I don't want to share them with other people. Yeah, if I share them, it's only with like... Either through the group chat mm -hmm. or just to her if she sends them to me. I also don't know how to do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> just do it on the stories it, and write yeah. it down and then just send it directly to them. How? We'll, we'll, do, we'll, <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll deal do with this, this later. Yeah. We're already ten minutes in there. Oh, God. Okay, let's start. Let's just let's start. Let's start. Yeah. Oh, starting with ghosts. Yes. So you mm. go first. Me first. Mm -hmm. Doing the Missouri State Penitentiary. We should go. We should. I, it's I did, not that far from us. I did read when I was looking it up that currently it is closed. It is currently closed. I think it's due to some flooding or something that's said. I believe it. Yeah. There's been a lot of rain. Yeah. Around so it area. makes sense. Yeah. Um, but it's in Jefferson City, Missouri. Did you know grandma lives around there? Yeah. She lives in Columbia, Missouri. I don't know my geography past, like, I don't know my geography period. Okay. Well, it's semi-close. Semi okay. Um, at the time, it was built... Which was in the 1830s. Um, Jefferson City was the state capital. It is not anymore. What is? Honestly. Is it? Is it? I don't know. St. Louis? I think famous. it might be. Oh, it's still Jefferson City. <laughs> okay. You liar. Well, the thing that said... It said, during this time, Jefferson City was the capital. So it made it seem yeah, that, that's like Jefferson poor, City poor was... wording on their okay. part. Well, Jefferson City <laughs> is the state capital, though. Now we know. We... You learn something new every day. Mm -hmm. And when you listen to our podcast, you learn something new also, besides about murder and true. ghosts. That is true. So you're welcome. Yes. So, the Missouri State Penitentiary is exactly what it is. It's a maximum security prison. It is one of three maximum city not maximum city maximum, <laughs> maximum cities. That's where they yes. keep the hardcore citizens. Yes. <laughs> maximum security prisons in the US. The other ones are the Eastern State Penitentiary and then Alcatraz. I and these are the three that are still so able to tour today. Wait, so those are the only three that, that, are, will, that, that are still that are still allowed to be toured today. Okay. Okay. So the other ones are either been demolished, condemned. abandoned, condemned, you know. There's none uh, still existing in, like, Not in, in use. like, old, like, old ones. No. Yeah. Okay. They've all been redone. I, because I remember really, like, watching a documentary, not about penitentiaries, but, like, about something that talked about it. I don't remember what exactly, but it's... Mm -hmm. It said how, like, originally most of them were meant to house, like, a thousand mm -hmm. prisoners at a time, and then it quickly 
grew. Yes. <laughs> because people were like, you know, I like the idea of them suffering. So oh, I yeah. send them all there. Yeah. That's pretty much what they did. And that's what they did with um, mental institutions as well. Yeah. Also, on my way here, I passed a school named Willowbrook Elementary. Yeah. Who would name their school like that? That's Because the, the most famous mental hospital is Willowbrook Institute. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you name This is definitely built after the 70s when it was closed. Yes. Or exposed or whatever. Don't name anything Willowbrook anymore. No Willowbrooks. Okay. Anyway. The penitentiary had its first inmate in 1836, and his name was Wilson Edison. I like to think that he was there by himself. <laughs> no one else was there, it was just him in one room. That's what it seems like. Yeah, they're like, hey, can you go check on the prisoner? It's like, ugh. Yeah, okay. The one prisoner The that one they prisoner. Yeah. And they put him, like, right dead center. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Or right next to the door so they can just be like, hey, you still good? <laughs> yeah, just turn a corner and be like, alright, he's alive. He's still there. Good. It's all good. <laughs> Uh, the first female inmate was in 1842, and her name was Amelia Eddy. Oh. And see, I didn't realize that it housed female and male inmates. Did they have a different wing for them? Or yes. Were they, okay. They had different wings for so them. I was like, they had a lot of gender segregation. Yeah. Like, up until the 70s. I could not oh, yeah. imagine. Like, they didn't even have the same, like, allowed women to go to college mm-hmm. at the same university for, like, a mm-hmm. long-ass time. So mm-hmm. that's wild. Yes, it is. But they had so many different buildings that they could have possibly, like, never even interacted with. I feel like I really. don't... No, yes, I have seen the picture, because I saved a picture of it. Of the Missouri State Penitentiary? For the Instagram. Yes. I mean... Yeah. I saw, like... They have a lot of buildings. Yeah, there. there's... Here's one. It's, like... It looks more like a sketch, but I know it's a picture, because there's a little tiny stagecoach in front of it. Yeah, and it's only from the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I guess it's really big. What's the square footage on this? Uh, I'm trying to get to it. How many buildings do you think? I was telling Tim how our next upgrade for, like, our... We went we went full-on podcast. We bought a whole mic and everything. We did. However... To start out. Yeah, however, the one thing that we need to improve on is this table, because yeah. the moment you touch it, it creaks. It does, it yeah, creaks Yeah, and you can so definitely much. hear it. Can you? Ah, uh, yeah. Ooh, well. Sorry. Yeah. I try not to lean on it, however, I do. I do, because it's just... And I have very bad posture. <laughs> exactly, so do I. And if you hear any, um... Cans opening, that cans is opening, not us, that is or, else. um, you know... Any extra noises? Any loud noises or anything? That's uh, my roommate who is playing video games in his room. He is? Yes. I didn't even realize he was here. He, yep, he's in there playing video games. Huh. Oops. There's at least two. <laughs> <laughs> There's That's at least two sections of this building. There's at least the gas chamber in one hall. I remember reading about the gas chamber. I also once, there's like a famous murderer that was killed in the gas chamber that was ultimately, I think, exonerated after yeah. his death. Isn't that one of the the, the folks that hunts? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I've lost interest. Yeah. <laughs> you can just keep it's, going. Okay. You're right. We shall keep going. We shall 
It's 47 acres. So not as big as Crystal Bridges, but... But Crystal Bridges is more land. Yes. Than buildings. This is more buildings. Than land. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yes. It's called the bloodiest 47 acres of America. (laughs) That's dramatic. I love it. Yes. Um, alright. So, the prison's buildings... Mm, many, however many there. However many there may be. Um, and the nearby home... ...used prisoners' unpaid labor. Wait, so... They built... They built it? Prisoners built it before any prisoners lived there? So, the main building was built first. So then, then they, they started yes. adding to it. Yeah. What were the homes for? Like, the prison guards and stuff? Homes just around nearby homes. Oh, that'd be great. I want my house to be built for prisoners. They are still up, some of them. Okay. So you could possibly wanna, go I, to them. I want it built fresh. Oh, a freshly built one. Yes. Uh, okay. I will pay them. They're allotted okay. $5 per hour. Oh. Well, at least you're paying them. They weren't paying them at the time. Oh, and I hit unpause. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> we're back. We're back. We're back. Um, um, okay. So, so they built the houses. They built the the extras part of it. The extra houses, and they built shoes they for made. six major companies. Yes. Which shoes? Nike. They didn't. Say. They Converse. would not have said so. Um, in 1932, they had 5,200 inmates. It was the largest population at the time. And it was considered the most successful prison because they earned $11 per prisoner. Per prison? Per prisoner? For food and all that stuff, they got 11 cents. 11 cents, not dollars. Mm hmm. Uh. Yeah. But that's low, which is good for prisons, I guess. I don't I, know. I guess. No, it makes sense. I believe it. It just. <laughs> It's yeah. a lot. It's a lot to wrap my head around. And it by a lot, lot, I mean it's not. Yeah, that is true. Okay. Um, so, in 1954, there was a riot. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Happened on September 22nd at 6.30 p.m. Two inmates faked an illness to attract two guards. The inmates overpowered them and took the keys. They then ran around the cell block, releasing others as they went. Hmm. One group of inmates ran to the dining hall, smashing windows and chairs, and one went into the prison shop, setting anything flammable on fire. Okay, so... Okay, so... Cafeteria, they're trying to escape by breaking out physically, and then they're trying to start a fire, so they're forced to be let out, or they die there. None of them escaped. So, but the, the they're just the rioting. But I can see a plan. There was no plan, fully. So because none of them were able to escape. I'll, okay. <laughs> I I don't know. Maybe I just try and make reason out of nonsense. No, they were just chaotic. Are you sure? Or is that just what the Ushuaia wanted? Alright, it could be just what they say, but nobody escaped. Um, By midnight, cops from Kansas City, St. Louis, and all around uh, surrounded the prison. 
four buildings were fully ablaze and more were starting to set fire. Did anyone so there was die? A, uh, get in there. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm so curious. There were more than four buildings. <laughs> <laughs> there are at least four buildings. Yes. They're all on fire. They were all fully ablaze and more were starting to set ablaze. Um, there were 2,500 rioters. Um, so like half. So half. Yes. Depending on how many were in there, because yeah. it's 20 years later. Oh, okay. So, a lot. Yeah, there was a lot of them. A prisoner in solitary was tortured and murdered by prisoners. What did he do? He was considered a snitch. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> so, he was uh, tortured and murdered by other prisoners. Four inmates were killed, 50 injured, and one attempted suicide. Fucking same. Yeah. First and thing I do. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. And uh, four officers were injured as well during that time. But no officers died? No officers died. Okay, so... So pretty successful. Pretty successful for, like... In calming it down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming the prisoners that died were either from the fire, like, inhaling smoke, or they were straight up, like, shot for trying to, like, escape... Yeah, so the four that were included, one was that prisoner, one was when the there was 18 officers who went in first to try to get them to stop, because they had them cornered uh-huh. in a section of the building, and they were like, get in your cells, if you don't get in your cells, or in a cell that's whatever closest uh-huh. to you, we are going to shoot you. One of them didn't go into the cell, so one guy, one of the officers automatically shot him, killed him, and they all went into their cells, and they were able to lock him up. And figure it uh-huh. out. By so, this time, do you know if they had those automatic, like, locking ones, or did they have to individually lock all of them? Uh, individually okay. lock them. It seemed, it, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, with, with the keys. keys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So they all went back. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, they fit nine people into the cell. Uh, and then they would take them out and, you know... File them back into yep. their, their homes, yep. little rooms. Exactly. Uh, one of the major or famous inmates that was at the Missouri State Penitentiary was James Earl Ray, who uh, served 20 years, who was supposed to serve 20 years in 1959. Um, In 1967, he escaped by shipping box. Oh, how creative. Mm -hmm. I love creative escapes. Yes. But here's the thing. James Earl Ray, he um, was an assassin. So on April 4th, 1968, he killed Martin Luther King Jr. Oh. Mm-hmm. So not the cool kind of assassin, but the, no. the I'm going to support white supremacy assassin. Yes. I see. Exactly. So that's one of the major ones. Um, prior to 1937, executions were done by the sheriff uh, due to hanging. They would hang him. Um, but mm-hmm. in 1937, the September of 1937, mm-hmm. uh, the governor signed the law that they would executions would be done by lethal gas. Uh-huh. Um, so from 1937 to 1965, 40 inmates were executed in the gas chamber. <laughs> so the gas chamber was built specifically for that. It's a separate little building. Mm-hmm. 
actually only 39 of them, were executed by gas the 40th in 1965. They had just passed that lethal gas would be gone and that lethal ejection would be done. Oh, so they just sort of injected him yeah. in the gas chamber. Yeah, so the 40th was technically considered lethal injection. I see. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Yeah. So it was the oldest operating not penile facility west of the Mississippi River until it closed on September 15th, 2004. And, My God. Yeah. And the rest of the prisoners were sent to a correction facility that was newer. Yeah. I always felt like penitentiary was very religious in its name. I did not like it. It is, and it's also... It's a very old building. I mean, from the 1830s until up until 2004. That's wild. Yeah. So it has um, a lot of history, including ghosts. I love it. Um, so there's just a lot of random things about ghosts that happen. So they like see ghosts and they're like, they I see know ghosts, ghosts, they hear is. ghosts. They suspect that there's yeah. some people. Um, so A-Hall is pr- the prison's oldest building. So it, the original yeah. like, section. It was the original section, and it is said to be the most haunted section. Um, there are reports of being touched by hands, an overwhelming smell of body odor. Oh. Yeah. Disembodied voices, an apparition of a man, and movements in the darkness. Uh, now, cell number 48 once housed a snitch who was killed with a sledgehammer during the riots. Wow. Wait, have you seen Midsummer? Getting off topic. Have no, I haven't yet. I want to see it. There's a scene with a hammer. Ooh. And it's so good. I went and watched it with Evan last Friday, uh-huh. and it was so good. I'm, I want to watch it again. I'm going to watch it again in theater because it's, it's so good. I need to see it. Maybe that's what I'll do this weekend. Anyway. Um, so, there's... In cell four, number 48, he's supposed to be in there. Um, they get strange, heavy feelings, and an unearthly human figure has been caught on camera in the cell. Ugh. Uh, throughout housing units in control room is Fast Jack. Fast Jack. Mm-hmm. That's what they call me. <laughs> that's what they call me. Fast Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Because I go home quickly once they <laughs> let me clean. <laughs> once they let me leave, I'm gone. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But he's seen wearing a white lab coat and carrying a clipboard, and they think he was a prison, you know, doctor, doctor or something like that. Or a poser who really wanted to be. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, but throughout the whole prison, mm-hmm. not just A Hall, uh, cell doors are slammed, ghostly footsteps are heard, loud banging. Shadowy figures, smell of cigarette smoke. God, these all sound like angsty teenagers. Objects moving and fast-moving entities. I hate that. I hate fast-moving things. Fast-moving. That's why I'm afraid of old people. If they move quickly, that's, like, too much. Because <laughs> they're supposed to be going slower? Yes. Oh, that's okay. exactly why. <laughs> they're, they, like, soothe you by, think, by making you believe that they're, like, Oh, I'm just a little old lady. I'm not going to do mm-hmm. nothing. But they move fast. They move then, fast, and then, like, the like, guard oh, is down. Okay. So they'll, they'll kill you. <laughs> Some may. They possibly could. I'm sure we'll cover one eventually. 
Oh, I'm sure. For Murderous sure. old ladies. Yes. But anyway, uh, that's Missouri State Penitentiary, and we need to go take a tour once it's back mm-hmm. open. We need a... There are surprisingly a lot of, like, haunted areas in our vicinity that we should go visit. There are. And we definitely should visit. We, we should. We should plan out a, a, a trip where we hit all of them. Mm-hmm. And we could do a vlog for you guys. Yes. Because it wouldn't be as fun if we just did a podcast of it. Yeah, no. Where we're going to be, like, come back here. And it's like, so, guys, we had a really good time. <laughs> we had a really good time. Let me tell you what I saw. Yeah. I didn't see anything here. <laughs> Nothing here. Yeah. Definitely need to do it on a vlog or something like that. Yes. Okay. One day. When One... we have enough followers that want to see us, yes. we'll do it. 120 of you. 120 of you. Actually, the that number is probably gonna be higher because 120 is just to see our face. Yo, you're gonna have to yeah, do better. 120 see our face. Like what? 340. <laughs> 340 to 340. 340 40 to get a vlog. To get a vlog, yes. And then we'll just keep it going from there. Yeah, and you know, we just want attention. <laughs> like it's. Just let us entertain you. That's all I want is just to entertain people. Yes. Just that's all I'm asking for. I don't want money from you guys. It'd be nice. But (laughs) but like That's not why we're doing this. That's not why we're doing this. That's not why we started it. We didn't think we were gonna make money. Oh no. We don't think we're gonna make money out of this. Unless we do those commercials, but we don't know how to do them, so we're not going to. (laughs) Yeah. It gives us options. To yeah, it gives us options to, options to make like fifteen bucks per episode if we do a commercial. But like, uh, first of all, I don't want to taint our podcast. Yeah, with not that. yet. Not yet. I want to wait to be a sellout. Yep. I want something to sell out. Yes. If we're able to get enough listeners per episode, where it seems like maybe. It, we won't we won't lose all of you if yeah, we, exactly. we do a commercial. Then we might do a commercial. Possibly. Po- I don't know about that. I have it's my so pride. Possible. I'm very yeah. prideful, though. If it's something that I really enjoy, I will then promote it. Yes. But until then... That's true. If, I, if it's something that I genuinely like... Then I genuinely use... I'll, then... I'll tell you about it. Yes. If you want a recommendation, I'll give you one. Watch Midsummer. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I love Ari Aster. Mm. We're, Timothy and I are actually going to watch... You should come. We're going to watch um, a few of Ari Aster's independent films that he did before he like blew up with Hereditary. Uh-huh. They're fucking weird. Ooh, they're fucking weird. That'd be fun. Yeah. I went to see Aladdin last night. I don't want to hear about it. It was good. I believe you. However, it was funny. Here's the thing is that I've already ruined one... Disney movie with watching a different version of it. Which one? Lion King. Not the new one. So when I was a child, (laughs) I watched Lion King for the first time in Mexico in Spanish. Mm -hmm. And then I watched it in English. So now, the voices in Lion King don't sound right to me. So I I can't enjoy it anymore. I'll watch Uh, the one in English, mm -hmm. and it's like, that's not the same voice actor. And I watched one in Spanish, and I'm like, I didn't fucking like, I don't want to listen to it in Spanish, I want to listen to it in English, just speaking English. Uh, but I, I'll never get that. I'll never get the satisfaction of hearing those voice actors speak the language mm-hmm. I remember them speaking, because my brain fucked it up. 
That's Aladdin was good. I had my expectations low. Well, that's why it was good. It was good. And it was funny. It was actually funny. Which... Yeah, my sister said that they introduced, like, different characters. Yeah. That, and, like, switched it up a little bit, which, according to her, was not what they did in Lion King. It was, like, word for word Lion King. They oh, really? animated. Yeah. Hmm. But just, like, different kinds of animated. Yeah. So, cool. my sister said that some people might like it, but she didn't. So I probably won't. Hmm. I still want to just see it to see. Yeah, I definitely don't believe people's recommendations. If someone tells There's me... There's very few people that I... Well, even then. Like, I could trust your recommendation, but if someone tells me to go do something... Oh, yeah, I don't want to do it. I'm not going to want to do it. Exactly. And if someone... Exactly when someone tells me, don't watch it, don't waste your time. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. Like, let me make my own opinion. Let me yes. make my own mistakes. It's like when somebody tell When, like, your mom or somebody tells you to claim something and you're like... I was. I no, was going I'm to. Now I'm not going to. Yeah. When someone tells me to get my life together, you know? <laughs> also, I can't. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm, I'm not even trying at this point. Whatever. Let's move on. Let's move on to murder. Yeah. All right. Here we go. All right. Murder. Murder. We're going to talk about murder. And it's going to be... I'm just going to warn you guys. This is a little fucked up. I don't know who this is. So I'm excited to know. So this is Eric Smith. The Eric Smith case. So... And so... Savona, New York. It's like southwestern New York in Stoben County. It, um, in, what was it, 1993? So, Eric Smith was 13 years old at this time. He was this little, he's actually really small for, he was really small for his age. He was like, he looked like 10 mm. when he did this. Okay. He had like red hair and like big, you know, those very unfortunate 90s glasses that were like large and like grandparentish. Yes, I do. He had those and oh, he yeah. also had ears that sort of protruded and were like low set. Mm. So he looked a little off. Yeah. Um but he was like normal-ish. Like he wasn't like outwardly disabled or anything. Hmm. So but he was still apparently bullied. Um, of, you obviously cuz he has red hair. Like people are mean. They're going <laughs> to bully you. People are mean if you have red hair. Yeah, and also look weird. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's true. If you look different. If you look different in any ways, you're gonna get bullied. Yeah. But apparently his mom, when, she, when he told her this, she was like, you gotta learn to stand up for yourself. Uh, Which, like... I mean... At, to a certain degree, yes. But also, if your, like, kid is being bullied, and then also your, your husband, who is his stepdad, is bullying him at home, like, come on, lady. That's not good No, it's all. not good. So... He, he has some pent-up rage from this. But then on August 2nd, 1993, he was riding his bike, as he usually did. Apparently, that's what he did. He would ride his bike all day long, all over town. Okay. Because it was like a solitary thing. Well, he was riding his bike to a local park for like a day camp, because it was during the summer. Sure. And he happened to see four-year-old Derek Roby walking alone to the same camp. And this is the very first time Derek Roby was walking anywhere by himself. He was a block away. He lived a block away from the mm. camp. His mom was like, he, she usually walked into the end of the street, watched mm. him walk all the way to the park, and then that was it. Yeah. But at this, he had a little brother at the time, so he was like being fussy. So he was like, I can do it myself. And then she was like, okay, I think you're old enough because he's almost five. Um, sure. 
And also, it's literally like a block. Yeah, I mean, a block isn't that bad, but he's still four. Yeah. Well, I don't think anyone assumes that this is going to happen. Well. No one, no one thought it would, especially no. not him. Not either of them. So, Eric Smith lured Derek Roby to a nearby wooded area, which is something a lot of investigators were like. He knew what he was doing was wrong because he took him to a secluded area where no one would see him. Um, I agree with that. So then he proceeded to strangle Derek, four-year-old Derek. Oh, poor baby. Then dropped one large rock on his head and more smaller rocks afterwards. The baby. Yeah, which ended up killing him. Um, this is all five minutes after he left his home. Oh, my God. Five minutes after the last time his mom saw him, he was dead. And But then this is what really nailed the his coffin, Eric, oh, no. Eric Smith's coffin. He oh. then proceeded to undress Derek Roby and sodomized him with a stick he found to make sure he was dead. Oh, my God. Yes. What a fucked up child. Yes. Mm-hmm. This all happened. His body was found a hundred yards from his home. Like, a hundred yards from his home. That's so close. I know, and that's so fucked up. That is so fucked up that it... Yeah. Here's the saddest... Well, not the saddest. It's just sad. This whole whole thing... This whole thing is the saddest thing. Why are we ending on the sad thing? So, he... he, Little little Derek Roby was buried in his baseball uniform. Like, three days later. Oh, he was going to be a little baseball player. He apparently, I watched a documentary, like a Dateline thing of of this, and his mom was like, yeah, he would say, like, I'm going to give you a home run, mommy. That's so cute. I want a little sweet boy like that. I know. God. As a child, not like as... In a weird yeah no the, way. Don't make it weird. Okay. I feel like that <laughs> yeah, could have been taken weird. I, I didn't. Okay. I guess the the viewers some whatever. viewers could. I just want to. Yeah, that's a cute little boy. Okay, so around eleven a.m., his mom Dor- Doreen went to go pick him up from the park, and then uh-huh. she found out he never made it. Oh, so no. she quickly called the police. They started looking for him. And they found him about four or five hours later. Mm. They found him what they described as being posed because his arms were stretched out and he had one of his shoes on either side of his arms, his hands. Um, That's definitely posed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, which that, is another like sign that air. He they, knew. He knew it and then they also said he enjoyed it. Oh, clearly. So. Yeah, so, yeah. But they also found that he had been, he, he had, his lunchbox had been opened, and his Kool-Aid, his little juice, Kool-Aid juice had yeah. been poured onto his wounds after he had been um, beaten Why? with a rock. I don't know. I think it was, I guess, you know, the idea of, like, stinging his burns. But, like, because Aerie Smith is also a kid. Yeah. He, like, didn't know shit. That's true. Um... That's weird. And also, he, like, smashed up a banana. So, like, next... Like, yeah. Which is okay. a weird thing to have happened. And it makes sense that this is all in his lunchbox because it was, like... 
he wasn't going to be there all day. He was going to come home before lunch. It's yeah. just a snack, which is what I, I thought it was weird. I was like, why does he only, who gives their kid a banana and Kool-Aid for like their lunch? No, if she picks him up at 11, that's before lunch. Yeah. yeah. Just a quick little snack. Uh-huh. So they immediately assumed that it was an adult that did it. Because they're like, this is a heinous crime. Who would do this? Yeah. And so that's why they didn't think it was weird that Eric Smith offered to help investigators. And they said that he enjoyed talking to them. And I think he enjoyed the attention. That's a big sign of serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. Which is something that the investigator, the lead investigator, Tunney or whatever, said. He was Mm. like, he did all these things and it made it sort of obvious that he enjoyed the attention. He enjoyed what he did and the repercussions up until he got caught. Yeah. So something that... He was immediately giving red flags, like, left and right. Mm-hmm. So not only was he, like, unnecessarily interested, because he lived across town, so it wasn't even, like, one of his neighbors. Uh. He would, like, insert himself. And originally he said, I didn't see Derek that day. Mm-hmm. But then he said, the last time I saw Derek, he was wearing a white shirt. And they were like, when did you see him? And I was like, I was riding to camp. And I saw him walking towards that secluded area. Mm-hmm. Um, from the street and so they asked him like hey can you show us and he did he was like riding his bike and then he was like yeah I saw him over there and then they're like uh, you can't <laughs> see him from the street you can't see where he was like you have to have been closer Yeah. and he also had this really weird reaction to red Kool-Aid which is something that hmm. yeah so he was like Sort of close to confessing. Everyone knew that he knew more than he was letting on. Like, his parents knew. His grandparents knew. The police knew. But yeah. they were, like, trying to get it out of him. And his they were like, okay, let's take a break. And his dad brought, his stepdad brought him, like, a Kool-Aid, red Kool-Aid. And he, like, saw it and threw it across the table for no goddamn reason. Oh, wow. So they were like, that's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. That is weird. And only, like, really the killer would have known that there was red Kool-Aid all over Derek. Yeah. So another thing that was noticed was they thought it was, a, they started thinking it was a child because why would they unnecessarily smush a banana? Yeah. Like, that's, that's just messy. And he was staying with, like, some family friends at the time, at, like, the days after mm-hmm. uh, this incident, the murder. And he asked the woman that was taking care of him, he was like, what would they do if it was a kid that did it? And she was like, well, they'd probably send him to get a lot of therapy. And he was like, okay. And then she heard that it was probably a kid that did it. And she was like, oh, that's suspicious. That is suspicious. And then she, she like decided to do a little test where she went and got like ice cream and sprinkles and stuff and then brought a banana too. Uh-huh. And she like offered all the kids some... And all the kids except for Eric took it, took the banana. He was, she was mm-hmm. like, why don't you want a banana? She, he was like, I don't like it. So mm-hmm. he, was, he was like, I'm scared. That, yeah. Which is like in itself, not a lot of proof. No, but it's suspicious enough. Yeah. Especially more combination with, in combination with his like, what would you do if it was a child? Yes. You don't ask those questions. No. So reportedly, when he was being interviewed, too, he was like, you think I did it to the investigators? And they're like, yeah, yeah we fucking do. <laughs> That's why we're investigating it. Yeah. 
So on August 8th, about like two days or something after uh, Derek's funeral, Eric confessed to his mom. And she immediately brought him in. She was, Good. She was like, why did you do it? And then he started crying. He was like, I don't know. Um, so she brings him in. And they, he confesses. He tells them what happened. He tells them exactly what happened. And they ask him why. And he says he was taking his anger out on Derek from his years of being bullied, not only by his classmates, but by his stepdad and by his own sister. And he just wanted someone else to suffer. Oh. Which is, like, it makes sense to me as someone who went through, like, shitty childhood. Like, the hierarchy of pain, you feel better once you make someone else feel bad, which is why... I was always so mean to my sister Mm -hmm. was because I needed her to be below me in the hierarchy. Otherwise, then I would be the lowest. Yes. And um, he was also, he saw a therapist while he was being, like, charged. And they said, they, they diagnosed him with intermittent explosive disorder, which means he has bouts of rage. Which, I've seen a documentary where there's this kid in England who also has that. It's fucking scary. Mm. He, like, he he tried to kill his mom, like, multiple times, which is why they're doing a documentary about it. Because they're like, what are you going to do if they don't accept him at this place in America? Mm -hmm. And they're like, fucking, I don't know. He can't live with us because soon he's going to be, like, too strong. Yeah. Um, So, (laughs) the, the prosecution argued that... It was a rare disorder, and they didn't really often see it in children Eric's age. That was the only thing. They didn't say they didn't exhibit any of those symptoms, or he didn't exhibit any of that behavior. They just said, like, well, we don't really see it in kids of that age, which is bullshit. That is for sure bullshit. And apparently, his parents testified, (laughs) and they did not help the prosecution at all, because they just showed how shitty they were as parents. Oof. Because apparently, because the stepdad was like, well, he asked for help once. He came up to me and said, Dad, I'm really angry. I don't know how to handle it. I need help. Yeah. And he said, well, I used to just go outside and punch things. Uh (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And um, they just told him to get over it, essentially. And apparently, Eric did follow the advice of going out and punching things. He he did? Well, no. In that situation, he left. He came back and his hands were bloodied mm. from him punching like a tree instead of just like a sack of flour, like his dad had told him. And his dad was like, "Oh," <laughs> not realizing that this kid was so full of rage he didn't even care if it hurt himself. Yeah. Um. Another thing that was that did not help that came out during this was that his mom took this anti-seizure medication called Tridium while pregnant with him and that causes malformations like his ears and mm. also developmental delays like when he was held back in school which helped with the bullying yeah and probably his his um small stature and his his decision making skills that he did not have mm-hmm. so I don't know. I felt... No, on August 16th, like a year later, in 1994, he was convicted of second-degree murder. Yes. Um, Which, yeah, he did it. He did. He did. Um, And the sentence was nine years to life. 
and he has been denied parole nine times. The first time, they like the Roby family made a whole deal about it. Mm-hmm. They they called Dateline. That's the documentary that I watched. They made the documentary to show because originally none of the details of the of the murder were actually uh, like explained. Yeah. But because it was a risk of him being released, they started telling everyone what happened. Oh yeah, I would too. Yeah. So. They made sure that he didn't get out. And they keep saying he should not be released. Um, But he's gone through years of therapy. And his interview was actually very promising that I watched. Because he... His next... He just got rejected in 2018 for his parole. And now he's going to be up for parole again in 2020. And... I don't know. He, he's offered, he said that he would not return to that town, that he would go and um, stay at a halfway house because he knew that being released and going back would be not only damaging to himself, but to others. He's working to uh, learn different languages. He's actually very eloquent now because he takes it, he has, he takes the time to better himself and he's going to therapy and he's helping himself. And then something else that really like made me sort of be on Eric's side was that the prosecutor and the lead investigator, they literally said he, they don't know if he's been punished enough. When the reality is, is that prison is supposed to be rehabilitation, mm-hmm. not really necessarily punishment. Yeah. And this kid went in, he was a kid. He was 13 years old. He was, mm-hmm. he looked like a toddler, not a toddler, but he looked like a child. Yeah. And now he's an adult. He's like, what, 30? 38, 39, and he's still in there, and he's not doing anyone any good in there, so I don't see the point of keeping him there when he is making an effort to, like, reach out to people. Like, he's reaching out to uh, a lawyer and, like, trying to get his case out there, and, like, apologizing profusely for what happened, because when he did that, he was a kid. And, yeah, it was really fucked up. But it also came out 11 years after that his sister had been sexually abused by their father, and she was very adamant that he probably went through something similar. Eric keeps denying it, and I'm inclined to believe people when they say what didn't didn't happen to them but mm-hmm. my brother himself has has refused to talk about anything that happened in our childhood mm-hmm. but the reality is is that it really fucked him up yeah and i'm sure he refused he refused to talk to professionals about it he refused to talk to anyone that could actually help him about it yeah. the only reason anyone knows is because he gets like blackout drunk so mm-hmm. i'm not surprised if it were to be the case that he was abused and he has alluded to abuse, but I don't know if that was just psychological or if it was more. Or maybe I guess I'm just sympathetic because he he seems remorseful. Or maybe I'm just falling for it. From what it seems like, he does seem remorseful. Um, but of course, I don't know for sure. Nobody knows for sure. He could be lying about it. But it, it he's trying to better himself in prison than I think 
it's definitely helping him. And if he continues that on the outside, I think he would be yeah. fine. I feel like he's been demonized a lot. Because, so during his parole hearing, something that they said as being negative is that he was asked directly, like, were you, did you feel happy when you were killing Derek? And he said, in that moment, yes. Because it's true. Mm-hmm. Because he he had all this pent-up rage. Of course he's going to feel, like, some relief from it. Because in his mind, he's no longer the victim. Yeah. And that, as fucked up as it is, is, like, a huge relief to a lot of people who have been victimized. You get a sense of control back. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to keep doing it or that you're proud of it. It just means that in that moment, it made you feel better. And maybe afterwards you immediately regretted it, and it's something you can't take back. And I feel like he's been punished enough, according to Tunny. He's definitely been punished enough. I don't rehabilitated but is a different question, but definitely punished. I feel enough. like, and at least a transfer from a maximum security prison to like somewhere where it offers like re-entry into society. Yeah, I think that would definitely be a better thing. Because there's plenty of people who show very obviously that they don't regret anything, who have made no effort to better themselves in prison, and who are still released before him. Yeah, that is true. The justice system is just messed up in general. Yeah, and it doesn't help that he's staying in like relative clo- relatively close proximity to the crime where it happened, where it still affects the society, the community. Yeah, they grew up with the story. They know the story. They know the details of that mm-hmm. story. They know They're the already biased the about it. Yeah, they're biased about it. He definitely needs to be transferred and then reevaluated and see. Yeah. Well, that was great and interesting to hear. Yeah. I'd never heard about that one. I'm sure it's, it's very sad. Yeah, I I under, I feel bad for the Robies. Like that sucks. Like that really, I feel so bad because that mm-hmm. was. He was a little little baby. Yeah, little baby boy. Mm-hmm. He was such a. But there's, I don't know. There's not a reason for two two kids' lives to be ruined by one mistake. That, that I don't know. It sounds fucked up when I say it, like, oh, it was just a mistake. But if you have something wrong mentally like the the prosecution said that no matter how many mental illnesses he has he still decided to do it and he should still be held accountable but there that's the whole point is that if you have something that blocks your ability to make proper decisions in that moment in certain Mm -hmm. moments of stress and duress then that's how you are not found guilty yeah. Like, even schizophrenics have moments of clarity. They have, like, windows when they feel good, and it doesn't last very long, but they, are, they don't always feel bad. That's true. Very true. So maybe he's become a better man. Yeah. But who knows? I like the fact that I don't have to deal with it personally. Yeah, we do not have to deal with it personally. Mm-hmm. We don't have to deal with... Any of that, personally. 
that's part of the reason why I value that I am not a person of importance because I do not <laughs> trust myself to make proper decisions. Oh, well, I stand by my, by my decisions, but like that's out of arrogance. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> I can get that. All, all right. right. Well, thank you for listening. Yeah, and sticking through all this yeah. kind of sadness of that story. Yeah. And yeah, I I made a mistake <laughs> using that one because <laughs> I like to laugh and think about things being funny. That wasn't funny, and I feel like a little invested in both of them. Like it's just a catch twenty two where like both the two lives were actually lost that day. And I highly doubt that Eric is ever going to be released. And probably not. I'm sure the Robies are happy for that. I mean, I don't blame them. I don't blame and them either. That guy, as a child, I mean, totally destroyed their child. Yeah, they he totally destroyed their lives. Yes. And his little brother has been dealing with that. I saw, like, a little image of him where he was like, yeah, I know I had a brother, but I... I'll never know him. Mm. And he, like, cried about it. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. That's sad. Yeah. Very sad. <sighs> what a great way to end the episode. Yeah. Um, on a lighter note, let me tell you about our coworker that is definitely in witness protection. <laughs> what? David, David K. There's no way that guy isn't. I mean, he, fair enough. Like, listen, I t- <laughs> the other day, Jim, one other coworker's truck broke down. He was complaining about it and being a little bitch about it. And mm-hmm. D- David K. went total, like, it felt like a movie. He just started being like, listen, this is where you got to do. You got to go to this mechanic, his me- automotives in Centerton, H-I-S. You got to go there. You got to ask them for quote. Like, he got, like, super mm-hmm. serious, got really quiet. He started talking like a mafia boss in, the, <laughs> in like, a movie. It was... Very serious for no unnecessary, like, a, no reason. That's interesting. Yeah. His behavior is interesting. He's constantly he falling asleep. He's constantly quiet. Very quiet. And when he does speak, he's very serious and direct and to the point. Yeah, definitely an interesting guy. Yeah. Like, I, I, I like him. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, he seems like. He definitely seems like a main character in like a, a like secret, like secret agent movie thing. Secret agent movie. Mm-hmm. I could see that. For sure. <laughs> I'm definitely getting like some Keanu Reeves, Re- Keanu Reeves, <laughs> uh, vibes from John Wick from him. I've never seen John Wick, so I wouldn't. Have I I really like that movie. I got really into it a couple weeks ago. Mm. Great movie. Maybe I'll watch it. Revenge and Dogs. It's mainly what it's about. Oh, okay. My two favorite things. Yeah, mine too. All right. Well, thank you for watching. Thanks for watching. Listen, listening, not watching. Or yeah, thanks for listening. You're not watching. Yeah, us. no, I'm sorry. I'm still bombed. I was listen. We were just talking about movies, and then when we were talking about movies, I ended up thinking about Queer Eye, because season four just dropped. Oh. And it's really good, and there's puppies in it. Mm. And who was it that we said we were gonna Queer Eye? Dane. Oh. No. <laughs> no. There needs to be a lesbian and a queer eye. Mm-hmm. Who else could be queer eye? I don't know. Yeah, no. I don't know either. <laughs>
I don't, I only see my friends in a uniform except for you and you're like always in like leisure wear. Well, yeah, it's, we come to my apartment. Yeah, I know. So I'm just. I know. I mean, I'm always in leisure wear and I don't even, like, <laughs> this isn't my home. That's just how I dress. Yes. I saw Sherry at the at my doctor's appointment where I was supposed to get off my antidepressants and then I said, never mind, because I, I don't yes. trust myself. He was yep. like, okay. And I saw Sherry and she was like, you look cool. And I was like, don't lie to me. Don't you lie to me. Don't lie to me. That's uh, great. Yeah, yeah. I hate seeing people out of work. That was weird. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. I hope that we distracted you from the sad, sad story. Hopefully. If not, go watch uh, Queer Eye. Yeah. Or um, go watch Midsummer. It'll be weird enough that you get distracted. That's true. Or watch Parks and Recreation. Parks Always and a great show. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. Schitt's Creek. Schitt's, Schitt's Creek. Creek is hilarious. I haven't even watched this enti- in its entirety, no. but I love it. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. We binge watched all five seasons of it. I have to watch ba- The Bachelorette now because what? I yeah. So <laughs> my coworker Robin has really gotten into it, and she like wants to talk about it. Mm. And I watched a like a clip of it from like her like telling this misogynistic guy to fuck off. Oh. So I really enjoyed that, and she's like, "You should watch it." And I'm like, uh, "We'll see. <laughs> we'll see." I don't want to, but I have no excuse because I found it on Hulu. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Well. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Again. Bye. Bye.